Pimp My Life is a podcast you guys should listen to. My friend, Uncle Tuggy Mag, explores ways he can become a better person by analyzing his life and personal experiences to achieve this goal. Pimp My Life has helped me see things in a new light and ultimately helped me improve it. You guys are going to love it. Go check him out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also follow him on Instagram at Uncle Tuggy Mac and on Facebook at Pimp My Life. What's going on, everybody? This is Isaac, and I am back with another episode of the Ultra Wave Club podcast, episode 24. That's right, 2-4. We're back on Wednesdays. I was trying to figure it out, move my schedule on, see if there was a better day for me to upload, but I think I'm just going to stick with Wednesdays just because it, I don't know, it's it's honestly a better flow for me, and uh, that's kind of why I've been like hit and miss, like kind of spotty here, but... But I'll be more steady again just for y'all because I know you want to hear my sweet, soft voice. It's sensational. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you who give me your time. All right? <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to keep it on Wednesdays. It's easier for me. So a new episode every Wednesday. And I will uh, I'm gonna start like putting... Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll just see what happens, you know. But uh, uploading, yeah, uploading, yeah. But I, I was just like gonna say some other stuff, but but I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, because it's better just to surprise you guys, because that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you ever drink a beer out of a straw? It's weird, you know. Like you can drink soda out of a straw, but like when you drink beer out of a straw, it tastes like I don't know. It makes it almost like foam foamy like super foamed out you know what i mean but i'm off of this like i've just i'm in like awe right now because i've watched uh avengers endgame and holy crap it's so good it has like oh my god i cried like so many times it was insane. There were so many emotions. It was an emo- emotional roller coaster. It honestly did not feel like four hour- or three hours. It was awesome. I did go pee though. I did get up to go pee, but I I was like gone for like a minute because I ran my ass down the theaters. But I didn't miss anything. So, because I was like, oh, I'm like, did I miss anything? But no, I didn't. But it's okay because I watched it twice. So and I didn't. I didn't miss anything at all. Second time, I didn't have to pee. And I want to go watch it again because it's so good. And I love being in the theaters. I I originally bought tickets when they went on sale. And it was like for um, a reserved seating theater. Because I didn't know if I was going to be able to watch it. So I just try to get the first tickets I can on the site. Because that day they came out, it's like sites crashed. And it was like hard to find a seat because everyone was on it. But I got some and it worked out. But then the Thursday before Friday, the Friday it came out, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to fucking try it. Because they have like those early premieres, like from like 6 on. So we went like at 7. 
and uh, I asked the guy how the how many seats he's got left, and he said he had quite a few, but you know I should still come early, and we went like an hour and a half early just to get in line, and we were like second in line. There was like this family of like five thousand people, you know what I mean? No, it was just like a few, but we were like we were like third in line. There was like a two guys in front of us, and then like a family, and then us. So. It was cool, and we got really good seats. It sucked because it was, like, a small theater that we watched it in, and I didn't even think to check that because I like to watch it. It would be cool to watch it in the big screen, you know, a bigger screen. But nonetheless, it was still so good. It had me locked in from beginning to the end. I stayed all the way into that last credit rolling. Um, so it was super exciting. And, and if you haven't watched it, you really need to watch it because... I, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but fucking so amazing. <sighs> Can't wait for the, you know, the future for what it holds. And I'm really happy with uh, the Russo brothers. They're, they're such good directors, and I hope they really stay with Marvel for such a long time because they really know how to make a good movie. Super sick. Um, yeah. But go check it out. And if you want to go watch it with me, then just let me know and we'll go. Because I can watch that movie like a million times. And I probably will. The next time I want to see I want to go watch it in IMAX. But it's probably booked up. It's like seats are so booked up for like a while. And like the reserved seating ones, you know. You got to take a chance in like the uh, first come, first serve. But it's all right. I'm really glad that April's over because, man, that month, like, dragged. I felt like it was, like, the longest month ever. I think it usually feels like that, huh, where it just feels like forever. I don't know, but it just felt really long, and now that we're finally over, it seems like it's been, like, two months inside of one month. Why is that? Is it longer? Is it, like, because there's longer? <laughs> I don't know, but whatevs. Yeah. <clears throat> But being in the theaters, it felt good. Like, I was even, like, getting tears when I was just going to the theaters because I, like, going to the theaters has been part of my life since I was little. Me and my dad would go all the time, and we would go to watch all the big premieres, you know, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Spider-Man, all, all the movies that, you know, I was into. And it just felt good because being a part of, like, those fans that are there, it's just like a different energy, you know, opposed to just someone who just kind of like goes to the movies just because. But it's like, because, you know, you get the, like that clapping, that like, <gasps> you know, the gasping and like the tears. And it just, I love that. I love being in the theaters when it's like, when it just holds, when it like has everyone's attention. It just feels really good. And, and it just like brought back memories of me going to the theaters with my dad. And I used to love those moments. Like those moments were like, were like my best because uh I don't know just because it was just like it was just like happy times I loved you know we would walk to the theaters and we would go to the night sensor or go get candy or food or whatever and then go into the theaters and just you know sit and relax and enjoy the movie and I don't know it was weird and then being there with uh like just doing that whole thing waiting in line and everything with Malika it just I don't know it just brought back like that happiness you know I don't know, it's cool. I love the theaters. Weird and cheesy, but it has a special uh, room in my heart. A special spot in my heart. I just love it. And I'll always go. 
and it's cool to share that with like her and eventually my daughter because i would love to take her to the movies just like that because like i don't know so whatevs i noticed that whenever i'm watching tv like shows or anything not so much movies because there's an ending whenever i'm watching shows i get like super invested and it's just kind of like almost distracting you know like uh i try not to put on like a new show even though like i well okay like i'll watch new shows and everything but i'm invested you know what i mean like that's like time i'm i'm spending on this and when i could be doing something else and i've just noticed that i'll put on shows like that i've already seen you know like uh like ones that we just kind of put on for background is like parks and rec office uh new girl or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I'll have them on, but then I'll end up getting hooked, and then I just, like, want to be in that spot watching, you know, TV, because, like, I feel, I feel like that's my comfort spot, you know, like, I feel like if I'm there able to watch TV, then everything is safe, because I think that would be my, like, escape when I was little, even, I guess, even with movies, when everything, when there was, like, so much, like, you know, drama, or, like, you know, anger in my family, then I would go to i would be able to watch tv and you know everything was kind of like paused i was just you know in that world i was in you know i was with the characters i was so attached and and i wasn't i didn't have to worry about anything else i didn't have to stress about my family or like any of the you know issues that was going on with them and i think i think i still do that now you know even me even when things aren't so tough because, I mean, it's not like it was when I was little. Now that I'm on my own, it's uh, it's better. you know. But there are those days when I just feel like stressed out. And then I go to that spot. And I just watch TV. And I just get lost in that world. But, you know, I, as much as that is comforting, I feel like it's also derailing me from, from my actual life, you know. And it's hard to, it's hard getting to detach myself. But this last time when I finished... Um, I was watching Silicon Valley because I used to watch it, you know, when it was out and stuff, but I kind of stopped around maybe the second or third season because we just stopped getting HBO and I haven't been able to watch it since, or I didn't even, you know, I kind of forgot about it. And then, um, they have that, like an add on on Hulu. So when I got that, I remembered the show. And so I was started watching it and I just finished it the other day. Afterwards, I felt like um, I felt like afterwards. Now I can go and get back to my life, and and I that sense of uh, derailment when I was watching shows or watching TV really came across to me after that point, and I didn't like the way it made me feel. So now I'm kind of like super aware and and how aware of of like what it can do for me you know like it can make me lazy and it can make me just sit in the house and watch tv all day i don't want to really fall like down that so i'm trying to i don't know just i'm trying to be able to put my put that kind of like attention i have in tv into things that i got going on outside of my life you know like to hold on to um my dreams and not lose them just because i'm comfortable i i realize that i have a a spot in me or a tendency to just kind of stay where I am, like stay almost stagnant because I'm comfortable, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You know, if you're comfortable where you are, then 
you know, you should definitely, as long as you're happy, that's all that should matter. But for me, there are these times when I get real down on myself because I'm not achieving these other things that I wanted for so long, you know? So that feeling outweighs how I feel when I'm comfortable right now. So I'm trying to pull myself away from that. Trying to, uh, you know, get get myself to do more than I more than I can, or more you know more that I want, so I don't you know regret things later. At this point, I don't. But a lot of things that I feel is like I don't want to be you know at a certain age and not have achieved certain things because when I was younger, I had you know major goals for myself, and I for you know for different reasons, I got a little derailed or a little off track and some of it was you know unintentional some of it is okay hold on sorry you like my ringtone yeah stranger things yeah i like i was saying i just want to now that i'm aware of this like internally because i can pick it up in my i'm understanding of it in my head that like things aren't really going the way i want them to with certain things but it just kind of hit me differently after after i finished the show and now I'm trying to go, like, put my, like, dreams above and, like, that comfort zone below. Because as much as I'm comfortable, there are the, like I said, there are the times when I just regret, you know, things. And I wish, or I wish I would have held on to my dreams in those certain moments, you know? It's just a, it's kind of like a character defect that I have, I guess. If, if that's what that counts as one, I don't know. But I think so. And I think that it's important that we address our character defects, whether they're good or bad. I think that it's just good to address your character defects or, you know, become aware of them because it's kind of the person, it it's who you are, you know, whether they're good or bad. And if you want to change them or not, then, you know, that's up to you. But I think being aware of them in general kind of changes your mentality about it. Yeah, I went to yesterday or... Okay, so I went to a birthday party on Sunday. It was one of my daughter's uh uh like playdate friends and there were people there that I had known from knew from high school and stuff or just, you know, different times of my life. Yeah, high school. What different times of my life? Like I'm so, you know, out there. <laughs> um from high school and whatnot and I felt like kind of uncomfortable there for some reason and it was really weird to just to be in that situation, I guess. It took me a little bit to kind of like warm up, but then I didn't even really warm up. You know, like there were, I wanted to talk to everybody that was there and see how they're doing and everything and catch up, but I didn't really, there were opportunities for me to do that, but I just didn't like pull the plug whenever or, you know, when I was in that moment. I just kept saying like stupid small talk shit like, oh, how are you? You know, oh, that's good. Yeah, they grow up so fast. It's been crazy. You know, the the basic stupid generic stuff. And I don't know why I get like that. I get so socially awkward at times. And I, th- I, I feel like that. Sometimes I feel like that I'm not. But I think generally I am socially awkward. Maybe it's because I'm not really in those settings a lot, you know. Because, like, I'm not really... I, you know, I it used to be because, like, oh, I don't know somebody, so I'm not really that comfortable. But there were all people that, you know, f- knew me pretty well or, uh, you know, like, they're aware. Or I know them, I guess, you know, so I, I should feel comfortable around them. 
but I just wasn't. I don't know. It was so weird. I, I kind of was mad at myself. Not really mad, but I just, I was like, man, I wish I could, uh, you know, go back. So now I want to work on that. You know, I want to uh, help myself from not being socially awkward. I mean, I'm sure I come off as awkward on here um, because of the way I talk. It's almost like I'm uh, at a loss for words and things are just kind of blurting out and it makes me sound like stupid. Eventually, I'll I'll be well dictioned and shit like that. But maybe it's just getting my nerves out, you know, again, back to that trying to shake all this stuff for whatever reason it's just taking me a little bit to shake it if i'm around a friend like say terry you know when he comes down or to see us i i feel or even any friend really i feel like awkward in the beginning and i don't know if it's just me it probably is just me and i'm sure i make it awkward but then after a little bit after i get to talking then i um feel better i feel more comfortable because i don't like small talk so i just want to like skip that part and get to like like you know real questions you know but i guess i think i need to do a little bit of small talk but i think i need to change my direction of small talk you know not just like oh yeah it's been hot you know how how have you been like these real basic stuff i don't and i don't know if i could but i i want to try that way so i'm better and i can better talk to people because, you know, you're not just going to stop by and say hi to every person and say the same conversation. Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's been, you know, just the same old, same old, just working and stuff and taking care of my daughter. It's been crazy, you know. It's crazy how fast it goes by. That's like the kind of basic stuff that I'll say. So, and, it go- and I was even talking about this whenever I'm at work too, uh, how I can walk by someone, but I don't really like know what to say or I just get awkward or I, I won't say anything because I I don't want to sound stupid so a lot of times I seem like an asshole because I just don't like acknowledge the other person and I would rather do that and seem like an asshole than you know say what's up or anything you know but I just can't get past like that threshold for some reason but I, as I'm getting older it's slowly changing so hopefully by the time I'm like 45 I'll be good at parties or, or good at you know small talk and saying hi to people i just got to get out there and start talking to strangers you know like without alcohol or without anything in my system i should just go up and talk to people but i get the sweats man i get all hot when i'm when i start talking like i feel like oh my god what do i say next you know what do i say next i just get in my head and then i start to like implode and i'm like internally bleeding when i'm talking to them you know my back gets all sweaty like my lower back and then my legs get sweaty oh i hate that when my legs get sweaty that's like where it starts it's like uh, when I'm nervous or anything and I'll get like this wave of heat just like hits me and then I can feel my legs starting to get all hot and stuff and that's how I know I'm, I'm nervous. I'm shook. Even right now. Yesterday we tried to go get a different car and I just went to go see, you know, what it would be like and everything, how, how it would go down. And in the end, the dealer, and I've never really dealt with... Uh, like a dealer like this i've been around them but i haven't dealt with it personally where they're really aggressive and they're trying to do everything in their power to get you to buy a car now to make you sign that second to make all the numbers seem good and they can talk their way around you to make it seem like oh yeah this is a good deal i need to jump on it now and then in the end you're stuck with like a 1400 you know car payment a month and you're like like 24 
uh, interest rate, 24% interest rate. That's kind of what they were doing to me yesterday. They were not, they were being really aggressive. They were, first of all, they had take, taken a look at my car because I was thinking of trading it in for a different one. And they were aggressive. They wouldn't give me back my keys. Like they kept, every time I'd be like, you know what, I need a second to think about it. I don't really, you know, like it or whatever I would say. So, and every time I would say that, they're like, okay, wait, give me a second. And they would come back with a different number. First, I needed like a thousand down and then I needed 500 and then I needed, and then they said, well, what if I give you a month to come up with the money? And then I, and then I kept saying like, you know, I just need a minute. I don't, I want to think about it. I want to make sure this is right because it was not even the car that we originally came for. First, we went for a certain car and they said it wasn't going to work out or whatever, which I don't know why I knew it would have worked out somewhere else. So they tried to get us into a different car and we're like, yeah, cool, you know, we'll try it, whatever. But then I realized like this isn't the car that we're wanting originally. So why am I going to settle for it? And I'm tired of settling. I don't want to settle for anything. I want the things that I want. And they're like, well, what's bothering you about it? I'm like that I don't want to settle and I don't really, um, you know, like the way that this is going down or whatever. So if I can just have my keys, we're going to take off and think about it and uh, he was like okay give me a second and then he came back he's like give you zero down and i'll give you a 600 dollars payment or whatever and i was like okay you know yeah that it sounds good but i don't want to or i just need to think about it you know and i just kept feeling like uncomfortable in that situation i just know i needed to get out because i was not gonna go and leave with that car when i wasn't happy with anything and then he was like, and then I got get up and leave, and he was like, okay, you you know, you got five minutes. I'm like, I'm like, no, I, I just need to go. I just want to go, you know, at this point. And they're being so aggressive, they wouldn't let me leave. And I'm like, all right, do, can you just, you know, can you just give me my keys? And he was like, yeah, they bring it up. He was like, they have to get out of a lockbox and stuff like this. Like, first of all, why are my keys in a lockbox in the first place? They should be on a desk. And I know that they were lying to me because the first time I had got up and they had told me that, I heard my keys in the office. I know what my keys sound like, you know? And so I know that they were lying. They weren't anywhere. They were right on the desk, right where they were, the office, right there. Dealing with him, you know, being in that situation when I left, I felt really good about myself because one I didn't cave in to their you know weak uh weak offers that they offered me and I was able to kind of push through that even though I was really nervous on the inside and I was like all like kind of shaky and, and like sweaty and shit I was really happy that I kind of encountered that because I was able like I said I was able to push through and I was able to handle the situation and get myself out and be able to just acknowledge the fact that I don't want this and dealing with that kind of confrontation you know that that kind of like i feel like boosted my ego a little bit and i was happy about it even though it was like ugh, so tiring we were there for like an hour and a half them trying to negotiate with us i don't even know why i was there even that long i guess maybe because i was i was slightly interested but then once i started seeing all the numbers and i was just like uh no this isn't gonna work out how about that weather huh <laughs> how often do you guys talk about the weather whenever you encounter anybody else you know it's just, do you, are you often concerned about it or are you just talking about it because maybe you just don't really care to talk so much about the person or maybe you don't have enough time. That's probably usually the case, huh? Or, or are you able to just go straight into be like, you know, what kind of music do you listen to or stuff like that? Or have you heard this new album? Like I, I can't do that for some reason, partially because 
I think it's like I don't want to discuss my music with another person or I don't want to kind of like let them into my world for whatever reason because I feel like they're unworthy or whatever the case is. I think that's what it is, but I think that that's kind of stupid of me to do that because then they don't really, the person doesn't really know me, you know? Like I'm sure a lot of people that like see me, they think I'm like real, real basic and shit, but really in my head, I'm like super advanced and creative. Just kidding. I'm not... But, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I, I just, like, I think about it in certain moments, but I just can't, like, pull the trigger, you know? I can't, like, do it. I can't just be like, oh, you know, what kind of music you listen to? Or, I don't know. And it's also because there are times whenever I can say stuff like that, like maybe something a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, I don't know, I guess deeper. Like, when I was talking about the Star Wars trailer, how at the end, you know, the Death Star, the, you know, that destroyed circle, <laughs> and the laugh at the end, how I thought that that was a certain character, or at least we all think, you know, people think that we hope that, all this stuff, la la la. And I feel like I can't do that with a lot of people because they don't really, they don't really like, they don't really dive in, you know, they just see, take everything at like face value. And to try and find someone who has like an actual, uh, idea about you know these different things or or an opinion that's kind of like something i want to i guess i want to hear i don't want to like debate everybody i just want to like hear somebody you know say something i don't know like just i guess be similar to what i'm saying or i don't know just ideas like that and i feel like it's hard for me to find that find someone who kind of like connects i can connect with on that there was a guy at work today that i was talking to about that and uh it was cool because i was like whoa i'm i'm kind of surprised that he he thinks that because i mean he's older so i can kind of understand that he might because he kind of was around you know like we're talking about star wars like that he was like around or he's more he kind of grew up with that you know so that was like more his taste whereas like people like my age they don't really um a lot of people don't really pay attention to those kinds of things or really like involve themselves in the movies you know from the older ones especially uh just you know because they think they're boring or whatever or like if i were to talk ask somebody about evil dead like how many people do you think i could find that have actually you know seen that movie when the old one you know not the the remake or like have an opinion on ash the you know the main character and i don't know so maybe that's what it is like i just kind of like don't really it's just kind of like uh you know like i'm i guess i'm judging people because of all the previous encounters that i've had but there's people that i've came across when i like i have like no idea what the fuck they're talking about and i can't connect with them because i don't know you know but it's just different worlds i guess maybe you just find different interests with different people like there's a guy who I also work with who I can uh, make shirts or like we can talk about that kind of, you know, thing because he does it too. Or a little bit of music, but more of like like playing the drums or whatnot. Not like I play them, but I, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm aware of that. So maybe that's just the case. Like you can, you can talk to certain things with certain people, but I guess I would just like to find 
like a friend who's like interested in a lot of things that I'm interested in. I don't know if that makes sense. Or I guess I guess it's not even so much that I want to find a friend who's interested in exactly everything, but mostly someone who can just be open to I guess other opinions or other ideas like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of contradicting myself because maybe I'm not doing that. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is because like the people that I mostly encounter about different things, they have a face value opinion or, or like a, an opinion of everybody, not so much their own opinions or, or creative outlook. It's more of just like they're, they, you know, eat what's given to them. They eat what's, uh, what's fed to them from whatever. And I think I just want someone or I want to talk to someone who's like a little bit aware and open-minded about certain things. Like I can talk to Terry like that, you know, from Pimp My Life. I'm looking to get a new tattoo. I've been uh, shopping around for ideas and I think I figured it out. Now I can finally start what I've been wanting to do. Now I just need to schedule like an appointment for that shit. I'm almost kind of nervous because the first tattoo I got was hand poked. And that one, it didn't honestly hurt that bad. But this next one I'm going to do is going to be with the machine. And I'm I'm a little nervous because I don't know how it feels. It probably feels the same. I don't know. But people were saying like the spot where I got this tattoo, like on my bicep, like on my inner bicep, um, that that spot's real tender and everything. And it, at times it did hurt, but it didn't. Like I was like, okay, maybe that's just how it is. I don't know. We'll see. How many how many people are watching Game of Thrones right now? I have not watched it. It's not that I I just haven't given it the time. You know, like I said, it's just like an investment and I know that I'm going to have to watch it from the beginning. I can't just start, you know, at this new season. And I would like to and I've kind of watched the first couple of shows of the episodes of the first season, but I am just not really uh like giving it the time because you have to pay attention in that show, you know, or well, at least I do. Like I said, I just kind of dive into that world. Maybe at some point I will. I don't know. But then I kind of like I'm OK with not seeing it at the same time, you know. It's like I almost know what's going on, but I don't. But if you do watch it, then cool. Yeah. Anyways, I think that'll be it. I'll call it call this episode done. Episode 24 is done. And again, I would like to thank everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, you beautiful people. I appreciate any time you give it. You follow me on Instagram. That's sick. You're awesome. Uh, you're spreading the word. You're talking about it. That's even cooler because it's just nice. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, spread it if you can. Uh, give me a call. Just give me advice. Or tell me just to, you know, shut the fuck up. Or tell me that you love to hear my weird voice. Whatever. Whatever you want to tell me. I'm I'm cool with. I'm not really like like a, a sissy la la chavala. You know what I mean? And the number is uh, 213-282-8106. Maybe next time I'll have that memorized. All right? Uh, give me a call. You can follow me on Instagram at Ultra Wave Club. And if you want to send me an email... Uh, you know, just whatever you want to send me. I, it's just another 
you know, another form of uh, communication. It's uh, ultraraveclub at gmail.com. And I have a site. Uh, my site is... One second, one second, one second. Oh, my God. I just saw it. Sorry, I was trying to go to my Instagram. It's uh, ultraraveclub.wixsite.com slash my site. <laughs> I need to change that. But that's just, you know, if you want to figure out where you can find my podcast or I think you can listen to them on there. It's just real simple. It's more like a navigation page that way. So I don't have to keep putting or keep saying uh, where everything's at, where my podcast is at. It's on Apple iTunes. It's on Google Play. It's on Spotify and SoundCloud. Those are the four main sources. And wherever you're listening to them, I appreciate it. Like I said, please spread the word. Please show me love. And I will see you next week on Wednesday. You heard? All right. Goodbye, my beautiful people.